This is Coasting, the theme park podcast from Nerd OD. On today's show, Pokemon rides coming to Universal Japan, attractions closing at Universal Studios Florida, Walt Disney World's Galactic Star Cruiser, plus we look at theme parks you have to visit if you're ever in Tokyo. Hello and welcome to Coasting, the podcast all about theme parks, rides and attractions from around the world from Nerd OD. We are your roller hosts, Reg and Dan. And as always, we'll kick off the show by getting on track with the latest news. First up, we have the very sad and unfortunate news about Shrek 4D. I mean, let's be honest, Shrek 4D over in Universal Studios Orlando is probably outdated. (laughs) I mean, Shrek generally is, right? Yeah. Until Shrek 5 eventually appears, or Shrek 0. Shrek, I want to see a Shrek Origins. I'm very, very surprised. (laughs) I mean, it's been going for, what, 18 years now? Um, yeah. And it's already closed down in, in Hollywood, in the University of Heroes Hollywood one. Um, and that was replaced mm. with the Kung Fu Panda. Um, and then... Yeah, which I don't feel is that much more up to date. No, not anymore. I mean, that was back in 2017, though, when it was... Yeah. You know, like a big a big thing. Um, was it? Yeah, Kung Fu Panda I mean, that was... That was when the third one would have come out, I guess. Okay, they're a bit, a bit newer, but... I mean, the bonus of that is it is a newer attraction. So I get that. Yes, um, whereas, yeah, Shrek 4D came out after the first Shrek, before Shrek 2 came out, because it continues the whole Lord Farquhar um, story, yeah, doesn't it? He's dead, he's a ghost. Lord Farquhar. Yeah. But, the, I mean, there's there's one thing I really like about it, and there's one thing I think is a big problem. The big problem is that they released it on DVD about a year after the attraction opened. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, why are you going to watch a film at uh when yeah a theme park that you could watch at home mm. um it's like um i mean to, to bring it again but closer to home for uk people alton towers opened uh, ice age 4d and all it was was ice age 3 i think I, I can't remember which one just cut into a 25 minute like video like mini movie so they cut like an hour and five minutes out of this film to fit it into a manageable little thing and it's like what you know what's the point there's no point in going to watch that when we you're, had when snow you're effects a theme park so you know a little there was bit that. a little bit <laughs> but i suppose th- um, this was like long before you had the likes of the 4dx cinemas so it was quite nice oh, to yeah, have absolutely. like a, a crazy effect but again back in the day that was yeah nowadays but yeah the the only thing about it so the good thing about it and the thing i remember specifically about it was the like the intro so the the queuing room and stuff and yes. you've got um the three little pigs in their little like caged boxes and then the mirror starts talking to you and then um pinocchio appears and stuff and his nose grows and all all that worked really well that was a really cool little sort of extra intro so that's what you get that you don't get by watching it at home Saying all that, yes, I I agree. I'm, it's probably it's time. I don't think people care so much about Shrek anymore, um, especially when you've got the likes of. So obviously they've they've made deals now with um, a, a lot of the Illumination stuff. So you've got minions everywhere. You've got Secret Life of Pets. It's that one in Hollywood. It is I think. indeed opened earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they they you know they've got a good few different rides that they and different um sort of cgi films family films that they could transplant into florida um plenty that that i'm surprised they haven't done yet i mean secret life of pets i don't even know is that i mean again that must be big enough to have a ride but 
I don't remember everyone going crazy for the second one, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's just not on my radar. Um, and then in um, Universal Studios Japan, they've got a Sing show, and that's another one that could be transplanted there because you've already got the theatre. Yep. You've got, obviously, a stage if they got rid of the screen. So that maybe wouldn't surprise me if they brought that in because Sing 2 is coming up, I believe. That's that's very true. Um, so you got that one. The, the rumours was... Well, the rumor mill was was going around that it's going to be the How to Train Your Dragon show that's open in Beijing, but with having okay. Epic Universe opening up and a How to Train Your Dragon yes, land, and there's a rumored dragons land yeah, there. It isn't makes it? sense to to not put this show here. It makes sense to mm. to keep it for Epic Universe, which yeah. makes perfect sense. Um, I personally wouldn't like the Sing show to go on. I also wouldn't like the Secret Life of Pets. I'd love them to bring back Beetlejuice, have a Beetlejuice show. <laughs> it would make perfect sense to have Beetlejuice uh, there due to the, the long standing of Halloween Horror Nights and, you know, there is still the demand for him. I, I don't... I, there is for Halloween Horror Nights for, like, you know, a month or two a year, but I don't think there is, you know, I, 365 days. I mean, there's a, there's a Broadway musical and there's been rumours for 10 years of a follow-up to Beetlejuice, but nothing's ever materialised. It's always I don't think one it's of those the most requested characters to come back for the meet and greets and for for constantly being around the park. It on is, the, on, but not an entire ride, I don't think. I think they, they could easily have a show to do it. If they proved they had Shrek for 18 years... The, the show f- shut down, though. The show was there for years. I remember going to it every single <laughs> yeah. year. It was, it was, Obviously, uh, it'd be more condensed. The graveyard new variation of it. I mean, the the technology yeah. we've got these days now, the Beetlejuice show could be absolutely outstanding. I mean, we, we could, could even have like a monster show, the Universal, like the, the Monsterverse never really took off. Again, they've done it. But, <laughs> that was that was the Beetlejuice yeah, show. Yeah, but I was going to say, to bring it back now, we, again, with all the tech we've got, the, the, the fun you could have with the Invisible Man going around, like the theatre that's <laughs> okay. happening through. Yeah. The, the, there's so much stuff you could do nowadays with technology to make a really entertaining 15 minute boom 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 get in get out showcase i think it would be yeah it, it, it could but i think that's wishful thinking i don't think they would they would bother going back to that now i think there's too many much 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 bigger i mean they if they want to put a new attraction in they want it to be they've got limited space for for actual universal studios they they want to use it effectively so that will be putting in a decent ride that lots of people want to see and is going to be able to be around for another 15 20 years like the shrek attraction did i mean they've got um so the only other space they've really got now uh the i keep calling it the the, when i think about it the wild 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 west stunt show stage but it's it's more recently the fear factor stage yeah so that is right next to harry potter so that for ages has been rumored to be getting demolished and build something new there like another expansion to um to diagon alley or something um and then the kids bit the kids bit has always been i mean i get maybe it's just me because i don't have kids and i don't necessarily go and you know go and spend time in those areas maybe it's just that i don't really think of them um but they just they almost feel like a bit sort of just forgotten at the back of the park so it wouldn't surprise me if that that area got done up as well. They have got, they 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 haven't got much they can they can add um, in terms of space, but they can get rid of and replace stuff. Mm. Um, 
I just don't think something like Beetlejuice is big enough a draw. I think great for Halloween Horror Nights, but not for a permanent attraction. Fair enough. I don't know. Each to their own. <laughs> you really, Adam, and this is this is the um, hill you're going to die on. Isn't it? <laughs> Bring back Beetlejuice. Don't say it three times, Reg, or it'll come true. Oh, I won't. Don't you worry about that. Uh, but yeah, while you're talking about the uh, the Fear Factor stage as well, mm. yes. So that is another one that is uh, that that's shut down again. Now it's temporarily closed. Um, and yeah, I mean, good. It, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 long gone. It's expected to be torn down very very imminently. So after Halloween Horror Nights, and they can utilize that stage like they always do. Um, yeah, it's going to get torn down and probably replaced, like you said, with a new Wisdom World attraction. Yeah, I, I, it's, it, I think we'll know more even before they announce what they're doing there. But once they announce what is going into Epic Universe, because if that is going to have a Harry Potter area, which would make sense, then fair enough, they won't... Um, they're not going to. I don't think they're going to expand any of the other ones. They'll just build a new one, and then you'll have three lands. Um, at the same time, part of the draw of having Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley is the train between the two and between the two parks. Mm. You can't really do that, you know, you, you, unless they do something to a bus. But then, like you know, you've got no, I don't know, traffic lights and traffic. It's just, it's not. I don't think it's possible to have that that continuity between a third park and those two. So it wouldn't surprise me if there was no Harry Potter going into Epic Universe. And yeah, they, they just expand what they've already got because they do have that little space there they can use. But I don't know. Like I said, I think that's probably the, the when we'll find out what the plan is when Epic Universe finally gets officially announced. Yeah, 100%. And then the... The news, which is really unfortunate for people that now that the, the, the COVID restrictions have been lifted and the UK now can fly over to, to Orlando. Yes, we can. Um, along with the rest of the world, obviously. Um, mm. they've shut the, they're going to shut the mummy down um, in January for, oh, for, for, yeah, refurb. for refurb. But it's a yeah. very long extended refurb. So they said oh. the, uh, the, the very latest of um, summer they think it's going to be going on for longer than that one. So rumours are it's going to be a load of updated scenes uh, that's going to be coming into play, not just a generic, let's do some paint here, let's maybe fix some of the flames that aren't working at the top. They're actually going to adjust okay. some flames and bring it a little bit more up to uh, flames, scenes, and bring it up to speed um, with with some of today's tech, which will be nice because the Mummy ride is phenomenal and one of the, 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 mm. the best rides there. So... If they don't tinker too much with it and just update a couple of little tidbits here and there to make sure the animatronics are still working, like when the mummies and all the things pop out, you know, yeah. more than happy with that. Just don't go too crazy with CGI. You know, keep some no, stuff fair enough. there. Don't don't give us 3D glasses. Yeah. Well, that, um, no. they're, they're trying their best to get away from that at the minute as well, aren't they? Because, like, you know, even mm. like the Minions ride is, isn't 3D anymore. That's now just a, a bog standard 2D ride that you go on. Shame. So it worked really well in 3D, but with the mummy, yeah. Again, we've rode it for yeah, how many years now the, with it yeah, not being real. in in, uh, in 3D. So let's not keep it that way. Yeah, it's more physical things rather than screens everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then finally, just while we're talking about Universal, you may have heard the news as well about uh, Universal Japan and Pokemon 
have now signed a deal, so we're going to be getting yes. some uh, new Pokemon gubbins happening in Universal yes. Studios now, Japan. This this could be one or two things. So Universal Japan, it's it's so it's in Osaka and it's right uh, down in, in the docks. So you've literally got the ocean on one side and then you've got the city on the other and the docklands surrounding it. And there's not a lot of space. So it always surprises me when they manage to fit in an expansion like the Donkey, like we talked last week, the Donkey Kong expansion um, for Nintendo, mm. Super Nintendo Land. Um, so I, reading some of, some of the reports on this and some of the comments, people going, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. We'll have a whole Pokemon Land. I am not so sure. Yeah. So there's something they do every year in, in Universal called Cool Japan. And basically from, I think it's like, february march or something like that through to about august um they they take some popular anime or manga um or video game and make attractions for them they generally pick two or three so i went to universal japan about four or five years ago five years roughly um and they had um i think it was monster hunter um it was i think it was sailor moon uh and attack on titan and basically, they took. Um, oh no, it wasn't Sailor Moon. It was Kiari Pamu Pamu. Yes, it was <laughs> the, the Japanese pop star Kiari Pamu Pamu. Basically, there, there's a ride there that is a spinning coaster, um, and they just put a VR overlay on it. So you got in a spinning coaster, you put your VR headset on, um, and you went flying through this Kiari Kiari Pamu Pamu's weird kawaii world. Um, with the music going along with the ride. And it was really good, really impressive for something that was only going to be there for like six months. Um, and I know since then they've done it for, they did a Final Fantasy one. Yeah. Um, and they did an Attack on Titan one. Um, so th- this is a, a regular thing and it's a draw to the park. Like they always have limited edition foods and merchandise and it does really well. Um, but there's never anything like big and permanently put on. So, it feels to me like it would be one of those. It'll either be part of Cool Japan or a standalone thing. It'll be once that finishes, they'll then do Pokemon and they will just have like a Pokemon walkthrough and they'll have an overlay on a ride. Um, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know why. I mean, it might be something bigger and grander. I mean, uh, I think I know a lot of people. It has to be more, more permanent than just a few months in because it's a, it's a long term partnership that they've, they've signed up for. Which so is it, yeah, maybe it will be down the line. So, but it wouldn't surprise. I know they're talking about you know you'll see stuff soon. So that suggests to me that it's going to be twenty twenty two. Yeah, we'll see I think you'll just some... see what you're talking about where you're going to literally yeah. do it for for that little seasonal blast where they mm. do it for that event, and it makes sense because while they can start working on the other projects behind the scenes while that's taking effect is yeah. ideal, um, and they'll also probably do a lot more of the Pokemon Go as well. Uh, which will be going around there because they yeah, do of it course, for the, that's, they've been doing that for a yeah, while. They do it for the Wisdom World over in um, in Universal Hollywood and Orlando for the Harry Potter one, the Wizards Unite. Um, they do mm. a lot of the interactive um, ability in there. You can find certain things in there. So imagine going around a Pokemon mini park, so to speak, playing with like the overlay playing Pokemon Go. People yeah, will be in their element. True. Mm. The the thing I keep reading though, a lot of people going like, oh well, this makes sense because you know they got that partnership with Nintendo, haven't they? Because people think Pokemon is Nintendo, yeah. but it's it's not. I mean, so Pokemon is is the Pokemon company. The games are not Nintendo. The games are uh, Game, Game Freak. Freak. Um, 
and it just so happens that the deal is that they are exclusive to Nintendo consoles, but it's not owned in the slightest no, they, by they Nintendo. Have, like, they just have a very good relationship. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe that encouraged um, the, the Pokemon company to, you know, partner up with them because they saw how well it went with Nintendo, but it's definitely not linked in that way i mean it makes it makes sense if seeing how amazingly well that the super mario uh, super nintendo world is done and now the donkey mm. kong's been added it just gives fuel for the fire to the universal to be like how much money do you need in order for pokemon to come back over here i mean the, yeah. the thing that's that's surprising me is it's only in japan like they're not going to extend it. They've got no plans whatsoever. It's well, only in that. That, to be honest, again, I think that adds to my theory mm. because I don't think they'd say that. Because you know, if they're going to build build a land somewhere and they know how popular these characters are everywhere, why wouldn't they transplant it into the other parks? Especially, you know, I mean, there could be an entire land in Epic Universe in Florida, and that would that would be amazing. You know, people would love that. So. I, I do think I don't think it's anything bigger than um just a you know a temporary attraction each year. I, I I'm happy to be wrong. Excellent. Well I encourage them to prove me wrong. We've talked about let's see, America, we've talked about Japan, let's talk about something a little bit further away. Space Space Space. As we now have the uh, some floor plans uh, for the new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Which yeah. is a bit um, exciting. Do do we when we talk about we obviously we talk about news in the real world and everything. Um when whenever we talk about this, are we going to just pretend that this is in space? Yes. Are we gonna go along with Disney's <laughs> Disney's story here? Okay, I'm just checking. Yes, for now. I'm just checking. <laughs> Until it comes out and we just realise it's on the back of a like a, a trailer and then we go, Oh yeah, that's not as great as what we thought, then we can talk about it as though it's not in space. Okay. Right, fair enough. <laughs> But for now, it's... Yeah, so off to space we go. Indeed. So this is all yep. a bit exciting, isn't it? It is. Like... I mean, the first thing is um, the... So we we do another podcast for anyone listening to this and who hasn't hasn't heard of us before. We do... Um, well, we do lots of podcasts, but our, our sort of main one is a weekly show every Monday... Um, sorry, every Wednesday, called the Nerd OD Podcast. And we just chat about whatever's interesting to us, anything nerdy. And we've talked a great length about going to the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel um, that, that that is being built currently at Walt Disney World and how much it costs. It's, um, what was the price again? Four, $4,800, I think, for two people and about 6900 or something for four. Yeah roughly if if my memory's right um so we won't go over all that again uh maybe go, go go listen to that podcast you'll find it quite easily um but we've now at least we've had the opening date so it's opening on the first of march next year 2022 it is five days before gonna... my birthday just in case anyone listening wants to treat me is it all right okay interesting well let's get that ad revenue going. <laughs> <laughs> um it goes on sale on the 28th of october um but there's going to be pre-sale for annual pass holders and vacation club holders um i think it's this this week or next week so they get a couple of weeks early um so yeah they'll probably all be gone yeah pretty much but never mind um but yeah the bit that is sort of interesting to those of us who don't think we're going to be able to go for at least a good few years until we save up um is the floor plan um 
And we already had the itinerary that went straight up onto at least a proposed itinerary. And we saw that there was going to be things like lightsaber training and, and, and the likes. Um, and we saw what the sort of the, the, the restaurants and things were going to look like. But yeah, br- bringing in the floor plans. Uh, for me, the interesting bit is even seeing things like they've got the engineering room, the cargo hold, the brig, um, got lightsaber training pod, transport dock, launch pod dock, concierge, sublight lounge. I mean, everyone knew, you know, at some point you're gonna you're gonna go into uh, be trained on lightsabers. You're gonna go have dinner, um, but all these little extra rooms, I'm really looking forward to seeing some people just having free reign and having to walk around and looking at all these different places things like the brig why do they need a brig what what part of the story is going to lead people into the brig <laughs> well this is this is the thing isn't it so i love the fact that i was like oh the the the, the hotel so to speak yeah. uh floor plans have gone up and i'm like the cargo hold right okay yeah it's the ship so i love the fact that it is just like if you want to find your way, you know, you've got to remember what the hotel, what the restaurant's called, like where to go to to go to certain mm. places. You can't just be like, right, I want to go get some lunch. Let's go to, where is it? Uh, oh, the Sublight Lounge. Let's, let's rock over yeah. there. Um, and like the engineering room and this this sort of stuff is, is amazing. Now, obviously, you've only got two days there. So I think my initial concept was there's not a lot of stuff to do on there. And then when you break it down, your second day, obviously, you're going to be traveling to... Uh, to Galaxy's Edge, aren't you? To actually go yeah. around and have a look around there in Batu, and then as you come back, so there's there's enough on there that you don't feel like oh, I need to do this again. I think yeah, you know, well, it's going to be definitely a one and done. They're they're operating it like a cruise where um, you'll have people arriving and leaving on the same day, um, but you know it, it's going to be literally that set set day. There will be a day of arrivals and 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 departures. And then a day at, in space or whatever, or in port, and then a day of of departures and arrivals. So it'll be like, you know, get out at ten o'clock. <laughs> That's you know, so you've got to get out. Then we can do reset the whole thing. We can get housekeeping in. We can sort out all the all the rooms, and then you'll be allowed in from like three or four or something like that. Mm. So even then, you've got like an evening you've barely got a morning and then the next day is like you say it's in um it's it's in port it's it's in on batu so there's not going to be yeah it's not going to be that much time to fill no which is which is interesting to see how much of a story you're going to get from your personalized experience as you're you're going yeah. around to be fair if when like you said with the timings that you've got to be able to do stuff you've got to fit a lot in for a lot of people exactly the majority has to be on that first day i suppose mm you know, it's got to be that late afternoon, evening. But um, yeah, it's 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 odd. I think when you start to think about it, it like sounds like you know three days, two nights, but it's barely three days. Granted, two nights, but yeah, I'm not not entirely convinced. Um, again, it's it's a lot of money. It it just I start thinking, right? You're not very much time in there for all that money, but if you're spending that much money, you don't care. It's just about being yeah, there. It's about hundred percent, mate. It's just it's it. just the experience to say I've done that. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure as well that if you could book in on that first, you know, sort of few weeks, you could easily, easily, easily make your money back from YouTube ad revenue. I, oh, I wow, would just, yeah. I, <laughs> I would set up a video camera facing out my uh, my my hotel room window, just filming space, 
and stick that up as a as a YouTube video with ads every five minutes, and you're you're easily you're easily making your money back off that. That's going to get millions of views. People just want to see all the little things. Yeah, I mean, you could do a tour of the toilets, and that is probably going to be at least a couple of million views right there. Easy, mate. Easy. Easily. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is phenomenal. But I mean, it it does sound really exciting. So oh, absolutely. So I'm, I'm very intrigued. and one day. One day, the, the the one thing we did say on the other pod was we worked out how much we'd have to save and how long for. And there is an amount of time and an amount of money you could put aside that would be, you know, fairly reasonable. Like if you put £100 a, a month away, that doesn't sound like an awful amount of, of money to have to save up. And then, you know, three or four years' time, you've got the cash. You, you, you're sorted. To stay for the two nights there, but not get the flights over or the rest of your holiday. I mean, that's that's save another hundred quid a month if you want to do that. But you know, <laughs> if you want to get there, then yeah, you might as well need to do that yeah, as well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited, and yeah, like you say, one one day it would be good. But it's just it is it's going to be hard for a lot of people to just shell out five grand on a couple of nights. I guess people already do that with things like the Grand, you know, the Grand Floridian Resort and all the posh ones around Disney. They, I mean, they exist. They're not running out of money. Yeah, very so, true. Right. Well, we'll get off the news now, um, and we're going to bring in one of our features for the first time. Ooh. We're calling this coasting all over the world for now <laughs> until we come up with something better. Um, and basically, we wanted to talk about uh, somewhere in the world that you might be thinking of visiting or you might have thought maybe we'll go there one day and what theme parks you can visit while you're there we thought long and hard about should we just do we start with the uk do we just go okay let's look at alton towers thought park no no let's not be that boring let's go much further afield and we've already talked about it kind of this episode um but we're going to japan and specifically tokyo um and the reason i'm talking about this is because Four out of the six places on this list I've been to, so I can personally talk about them. Um, so if you ever do go to Tokyo, I mean, Tokyo is insane anyway in terms of the size of it. It is it is just absolutely humongous. So it probably doesn't come as any surprise that there are, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight theme parks um, that you can visit without leaving Tokyo. <laughs> there are even more if you go outside of that area but um specifically i mean the one everyone knows about is disneyland and disney sea and now disney disneyland um it's the standard disneyland like when i went i had a choice of i need to spend one day at at the disney resort um disneyland you know has its castle it's got um all the standard rides the haunted house the yeah you know, but it's different mountain. Mansion, isn't it I know that yeah they they're all slightly different don't get me wrong you know but it's it's very if you've been to one Disney land whether it's or Disney World you know Magic Kingdom style park um you you've all I mean yes that they're, they're slightly different but you've almost been to them all it's the one that you can kind of miss out on I think whereas the one that gets all the attention is Disney Sea because it is the only one anywhere in the world it is unique and it is very very unique mm. it's i mean i talked last week about seeing um islands of adventure just pop up out of nothing um and it being this sort of ready like this theme park that was just open and it was massive and there was loads of amazing rides it wasn't like a smaller park that just 
expanded and expanded and expanded. This is the same with um with Disney Sea. It just it got built and it was all there. It's got um like I mean there are some rides that are the same from other parks. There's a Tower of Terror, but it is if especially I mean I I don't want to ruin the the sort of the surprise of it, but the Tower of Terror in in Tokyo is one of if not the best one in the world um and it's one of the first places they brought in the um the guild of adventurers um oh, right, okay that i mean that's very interesting to go and see and then you've got their absolute flagship ride in the middle of the park is this big volcano and it's basically got a version of test track built into it but it's themed to um journey to the center of the earth nice and it is absolutely insane so the moment on test track in florida where you blast out of the um out of the building and then you go around the wall of death outside the park it has that but that is a, a moment of blasting out of the volcano and then it sends you around in loop and it's it's just incredible so it's one of those like absolutely if you've got a couple of days do disneyland and disney sea because there are rides at disneyland that aren't anywhere else there's a, a monsters inc ride mm. um which basically you go around in in, in a car with a uh, a big torch and you have to shine it on different things um you shine it on a garbage can for example and there'll be a sensor on it that will then make a monster pop out of the garbage can so the idea is they're all hi- hiding because it's a blackout and you've got to go around and find all the monsters so there's some really fun little rides but disney sea is just honestly it's something else like even just the scope of it and seeing this huge volcano in the middle and the lake it's uh, absolutely amazing um now, in terms of something a heck of a lot smaller, right slap bang in the middle of Tokyo is a district called Asakusa, which whenever you see videos of Tokyo, you'll see um, uh, in Asakusa there's a, a temple called, called Sensoji. You'll see this big red gate and a huge temple and a big with a big red um, lantern hanging underneath it. Now, about 100 metres from the temple, you can see it from the temple. You can see the theme park. It's got a, a vertical drop ride. Um, that just pokes out over the top of all the buildings but it, that's where the oldest amusement park in Japan is like right slap bang in the centre and it's inside uh, like a, it's it's outdoors but it's got a building surrounding the whole thing so it's in this sort of you know sheltered area <laughs> and it's absolutely tiny um, just trying to find the size of it it is only 1.4 acres wow but, and it's very very old it's barely been updated it's lots of little standard fairground rides but then there's one roller coaster that goes around um the outskirts of the of the park and this is one of the ones i've not been to even though it's right there and i've passed it so many times but it's it's quite expensive for the number of rides and all i want to do is go in and go on a roller coaster yeah um, obviously <laughs> but it's yeah it's unfortunately it's pretty pricey um but it, it looks very interesting. If you want to see um, what it looks like, there's a music video by a, a Japanese group called Niji no Conquistador, and they Easy did a, a music. Yeah, exactly. Um, they did a a song uh, called uh, Japanese Fest, and the ba- basically it's a one take shot of them running around the park, getting on a roller coaster and stuff while they're singing. Um, so it's worth having a look because that's probably a good way of getting a quick tour of the park. Um, now. There are quite a few other parks that are on the outskirts of Tokyo. First of all, there's a there's what everyone calls Hello Kitty Land, 
but it's essentially it's Sanrio Puro land. So Sanrio have Hello Kitty, but they also have Gudetama. They have um, Agaretsuko, who has a series on Netflix. They have My Melody, loads of different you know chibi characters. And they have um, the biggest indoor theme park in Japan, uh, right in the middle of Tokyo, or right in the outskirts of Tokyo, rather. Um, no, nothing exciting, no roller coasters, um, but lots of sort of, you know, character interactions and little car rides and walkthroughs and stuff like that. And a really impressive show. This one, I always wanted to go, but I knew I would never want to go on my own. <laughs> Unfortunately, I went I went with someone a few years back um, to, to Tokyo and they really wanted to go. And I was like, if you insist, fine, <laughs> go, to, go to Hello Kitty Land, that's fine. But even things like the train station, they've actually themed the the, the proper municipal train station that isn't even anything to do with Puro Land, all out to Hello Kitty and Sanrio. And it's great. It's really oh, impressive. Wow. And there's a really good show. Like in the middle of the, the dome, it's this big tree um, and it glows and lights up with lasers and stuff. And they do an amazing show at the end of the night. And that's worth having a go. But... If you're going for rides, that's not the one to go to. It's not. It's not great for that. It is just. It is more an, ex- an experience, an experience park. Take your kids, um, yeah, or your friend who's extremely into Hello Kitty. Um, one I've not been to um, is a place called Yomi Uri Land. Um, this is sort of. This is probably one of the bigger non Disney parks in technically in Tokyo. Um, has a few like decent sized rides. Has a has a big steel coaster that when it was built, uh, it's called Bandit. It, it was the fastest ride in in the world. Mm, I know. Um, I know. And then this a year one, later, yeah. oh no, no, this isn't the one that broke everyone's wrists and their and their necks and mm. stuff. <laughs> if that's if that's the one you were th- you were thinking of, that's a different part. I mean, that's it, not it in wasn't, a... but now it's got me no. thinking. <laughs> yeah, Fu- uh, Fuji Q Highlands isn't in Tokyo. It's within sort of travel distance is about a couple of hours on train but that's not a to- tokyo park unfortunately um but yeah this one was the fastest until magnum xl got built at cedar point in um in the states um but that is sort of it's about an hour outside the center of tokyo which is still then technically in tokyo um the bonus is it's really cheap it's only about 12 quid to get into it's 1800 oh, yen wow. so it's about 18 dollars yeah absolutely now one that i went to which was just, uh, I was so disappointed in <laughs> this place. Yeah. So Yokohama is um, it is a sort of an area right next to central Tokyo, um, right on the on the sort of the marina. Um, and there is a theme park there called Cosmo World. The bonus of this is it, it it's a free entry, but then you pay per ride. You can buy like an all access pass or whatnot. But they have this roller coaster that I kept seeing on the internet, on like Instagram and the likes. And it looked amazing. Um, it's 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 called the dive coaster, oh, and basically yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah vanish I think they called it, and basically there is a there's a sort of a big pool and there's a hole in the middle of the pool and the roller coaster goes into the pool and and then then through this tunnel and out the other end and I was like oh, this looks great yeah it's gonna be loads of fun so I paid my whatever it was eight hundred yen it's about six quid or something like that queued up for a while got on it and was thoroughly thoroughly disappointed it's just. It's better watching it than being on it, oh, <laughs> unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Next to that, there's a bo- you know a bunch of other standard rides. There's like a you know big Ferris wheel. There's you know all the standard sort of fairground stuff. The the best thing though is that right opposite it is the Cup Noodle Museum, 
and the cup noodle museum was genuinely one of the most fun attractions <laughs> i've ever been to it's probably my third favorite museum i've been to anywhere in the world honestly it was great you got to make your own cup noodle and package it and everything and reg even has it if i if i remember I right do. i think it's, you want it it's didn't in you? bubble wrapped container yeah that's it's it. air sealant because it's a disgustingly weird flavor that you've done i don't think it was that bad i can't remember what i put in it there's like i think i i think i left shrimp out of it because i'm not sure you're a fan of shrimp i can't you remember you definitely didn't want me to eat it there. because yeah i had all sorts of random stuff in but i won it as a prize for the other podcast that we do as a competition yes. <laughs> but it's great you get to design your pot and everything i mean it's not even part of the theme park i'm just saying it was the best thing about going there yeah, <laughs> okay last one though and this is my absolute favorite and when i was there i, I we got to go uh last not last march march 2020 right before everything shut down internationally but we went to myself and my partner went to japan and um a lot of the attractions unfortunately were closed in sort of you know preparation for the world closing i guess um and this is uh, sega joypolis which is a, an indoor theme park but basically an arcade and theme yeah, park mix it's close so good now isn't it no no not this one there are there's, there's, there were three joy policies and two of them have closed, but right. none of them were like this. This is the only one that had actual rides in. Um, you're, you're probably thinking of like the Ikebukuro um, Game Center or the Akihabara Game Center. I mean, Akihabara had three Sega Game Centers, so one shutting down isn't really a big deal. Um, but no, this is this is still there. It's still open. Um, and and the, the main things are like um, there's lots of VR rides and but everything is interactive. That's the good thing. So the simulator things like that. Um, and then there are also just the standard arcade machines you'll find at other places like the Transformers simulator ride and things like that. But there are, there's two ri- just ridiculous rides, especially for indoors. There's this one I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a I think it might be half pipe. And it's this big, it's basically this huge half pipe and right in the middle is an arm that hangs down and it holds two people on either side standing up. Um, And each person has a button. You're sort of attached by your waist and then the arm starts swinging back and forth and it swings up and down this this uh, half pipe and the idea is you've got to get points and you've got to press the button at a certain point in the half pipe and the better you do the faster it goes the more it spins and it's insane like especially for an indoor park and then the other one is a spinning coaster but it's also a rhythm action game so um they they theme it to different like anime and and manga and things like that and pop stars and whatnot depending on when you go there'll be something different um and basically you go through the first part of the ride is just a really slow sort of car ride through a a bit of a twisting track and there'll be track um there'll be screens appearing in front of you and they'll actually they're on a track themselves they move along with you and then they disappear and the idea is things come up on the screen and you have to press your button on your uh harness along with the music (laughs) and again you're just getting points there's no real goal to it other than to get more you know a lot of points but then the last bit yeah once you've done it um it it's it's got a, a launch it blasts you off at like about 30 mile an hour nothing too dramatic but you got to think you you then pop out like through the door and you're in the middle of this theme park it goes it's a spinning coaster as i said and it goes upside down it does like a barrel roll it's just amazing really good ride um and joypolis 
especially if you're a foreigner, if you show me passport, it's it's quite cheap to get in. I think it was about 12 quid to get in and then you'd pay per ride. Um, but I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. You get It's right near the... Um, the giant Gundam statue as well. So go and see yeah, that. It looks amazing. Just where you're talking about it, just having a look at some of the, like I've seen some of the rides previously and obviously seen yeah. them on the, uh, on the video that you've, you've placed up on the nerd OD page on YouTube. Mm. Um, but yeah, that the half pipe yeah. ride just looks insane. And that, um, yes. that other ride that you just discussed then looks so much fun. So good. And there's an, uh, um, a Phoenix, right? walk through like puzzle ride as well which is really not i really wanted to go on it and i got in the queue and then the woman went uh, no no english and I'm like, ah, dang not like no no english you're not allowed in it's like it's not in english it's in japanese yeah. i was like oh okay <laughs> still shining, annoyingly but still anywho right i think we are complete for the day reg been another exciting jam-packed show i can't believe it's closing time already I know, and now I really want to go back to uh, to Japan. I want to go to Universal. Well, there you go. That's two birds. Kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you for listening, everyone, and uh, we will be seeing you same time next week. Indubitably. Thanks very much for your time. Hope you enjoyed, and don't forget to follow us on all the socials, and if you've got any oh, yeah, theme parks that. that you want us to discuss, I always forget news that. that we may forget, hit us up on either Facebook, Twitter, or on our email, mail at nerdod.com. And we're on everything. If you just search for NerdOD, you can't really miss us. You cannot. But for now, doodles. Bye. Bye.